Hey guys, it's James. And Nicole. Ooh, and you're about to get into that delicious Marshland Media content you know and love so well. But first, we have exciting news about the Patreon. Oh my God, what is it? We're doing a giveaway. Whoop, 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 whoop. It's the Marshland Media Patreon Toku Bundle Giveaway. Here are the details, guys. From now until the end of February, you can go sign up at patreon.com forward slash MLM pod on the $5 or $10 tier before February 28th. What will that do? The $5 tier gets you one entry, $10 gets you two entries for this giveaway. If you're already a patron, no worries at all. You'll be entered in the giveaway as well. You may also be asking yourself, What's included in this Toku bundle? We've got trade paperback copy of Ultra Mega Volume 1, my personal favorite comic book series that came out last year, Toei's Spider-Man pop figure, one Sailor Moon, and one Godzilla vs. Kong bag clip keychain, and a Lord Dracon and Rodan enamel pin. Now you're probably wondering how and when will the winner be picked? Well, guess what I got that friggin' answer for you. The single winner, it's only one winner, will be chosen at random during a live stream on Saturday, March 5th, 6 p.m. Central Time. And just so everyone knows, the winner must be located in the United States of America and or Canada. Once the winner is chosen, we will contact them for shipping information. If you have any questions, please let us know. Ooh, that again is patreon.com forward slash MLM pod. Full details are over there for you to read right now and for you to click that sign up button. Now, on with the show. My ex is my homie. This is my favorite song. This is the best song on this particular record. Yes, uh, my fellow juggalo, it is I, the return of the ringmaster. Yo, ringmaster, what it be, though? What it be? I'm here to tell you I have a journey for you. You must go through the multiverse and take down those who are trying to impede on the... Dark Carnival's Christian messaging. All right. R- Ringmaster with the journey for this little juggalo. I like it. I like it. Let's go. Let's go. Multiverse journey, baby. Yes, go. All right. All you have to do is step through this portal I just made. Man, all you got to do is step through my dick. <laughs> I'm just playing. Okay. I We're gonna can go. stab you. You know I- that. <laughs> I know, that's what I wanted to clarify I'm playing. I'm going through the portal now. Please don't stab me. Bye-bye. My ex is my homie. This is still my favorite song. Even in multiple universes, this is the best song. Whoa! What's up, my clown-faced friend? Are you that or foe? I'm Spider-Man! Yo, you're, you you were Spider-Man. Now your spider has been stabbed. Oh, shoot! Oh, I should have been on alert. My spidey senses must have been clouded by, um, demons. 
Yo, your spidey sense is gonna get clouded by D's nuts. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, why are you teabagging me, sir? I'm so glad I have a mask on. I do what I know, and I know what I do. Teabag, 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 teabag. Oh right, no, right. your scrotum is somehow sharp and cut a hole in my mask. I'm dead. My axe is my scrotum. I murdered Spider-Man. With my sharp scrotum, I just killed another man. I am Groot. <laughs> nope. Portal. Well, John hasn't made the lasagna yet today. Absolutely so. fucking not. <laughs> what? Absolutely fucking not. Stab, stab, oh, stab, stab, stab. Oh, shoot. Oh, is it Monday already? Stab, no. stab, 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 stab. Heathcliff forever, motherfucker. Heathcliff forever, motherfucker. How did you see, see through my disguise of a ornery cat? I was a demon. Oh. How did I see more like, how did I D? How did I D's nuts? <laughs> oh my God, I'm John Arco Barbuncle and you're teabagging my dead cat. Yo, I'll start teabagging your live face if you don't get the fuck out of here. I'm just playing. Stab, 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 stab. You're also dead. Oh. Odie, come with me. We live forever. <laughs> wicked clowns and dope-ass dogs never die. <laughs> what is a What is up, motherfuckers? Ah. Was that intro good? I don't know. <laughs> I'm amped for today's episode. I have a win screen. And I'm Sean. And I'm James on the <laughs> only definitive introductory ICP playlist podcast, Shuffling the Deck. Yeah, baby. Yes, yes, yes. Sean, do you have anything about your week to discuss before no. we dive into what we're talking about today? The pendulum. It swings. No, I spent my week reading the pendulum. It swings. <laughs> I read it in a single day. All of it. I mean, to be fair, uh, I did because I, I, I spent a lot of time on which we might drop uh, someday. Uh, the uh prologue comics which are also very cool mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um so i spent a lot of time on those and then you're kind of like we'll just do the we might just do the pendulum and I'm like oh okay switch gears um so i read but i yo the pendulum was pretty sick yeah i, kind I of, parts of it they, they, it's not perfect oh we'll get yeah, into yeah, those. yeah. i yeah. think the middle section kind of slogs because it it's just a road trip movie it's the wizard Oh, I've never. Wait, what's the wizard? The wizards where that kid has like, oh, my God, we're like from a lower class area in a family. How can we achieve greatness? Whoa, my brother who doesn't talk is really good at video games. Whoa, the Nintendo oh. World Championship is over here. We got to go there. And that's what this is. I've never actually seen the wizard, um, but it's basically the pendulum. Maybe. So it's basically the pendulum, the wizard. Uh, the pendulum, but with less clown makeup. Yeah, and more of the savage brother. Okay, okay. I the Ben or the Fred? The Fred, I think. Fred, yeah. Fred, baby. Now, if you want a double dose of them, head over to the Little Monsters. 
yo, this is a little Monsters Only podcast. I didn't know that movie exists. I don't know anything about it, but I want to see the Savage Brothers Savage together. Dude, it is one of my favorites, and I talked it up so much to Nicole, and she's like, this is probably some dumb shit, James. Like, just, uh, I get (laughs) so vindicated doing this shit on podcasts of like, no, guys, this is fucking great. I showed it to Nicole, and she's like, no, this is, if I were a kid watching this, one, I might have been afraid. If I was an older kid watching this, I would have loved it because it is like so it's Beetlejuice for children, but even more off the wall. Like it's a Howie Mandel just playing a freaky monster who pisses in cups. I was so into Beetlejuice as a child and I'm normally I don't like horror. I don't like being afraid. I'm very bad at that. And I was also very like sensitive, like a lot of things would scare me. But for whatever reason, because I know Beetlejuice is one of those like you don't show a little kid. Beetlejuice is too scary. But I don't know why, but Beetlejuice sat really okay with me. Like I was, that was the one thing that was like, I'm kind of scared of this, but I'm okay with it. I I don't know why. I don't know why, but I've always thought, yeah, Beetlejuice is for little kids because I probably saw it when I was four or five. Well, because I, and I think it does split up the little kids. Because I, if you were a little kid, you saw it and you were like, oh, fuck this. This was terrifying. Agreed. Mm -hmm. Uh, Very valid. It's, it's. But it's just, it has enough, like, like just visual gags and physical gags that it also, it works as a live action cartoon. It works for children. It's weird. It's weird to see, like, what kids, though, were, like, all in on Beetlejuice and what kids were, like, afraid of Beetlejuice. Yeah. And if you are a chill child right now listening to this show, you probably don't get scared easy. But if you are mm-hmm. terrified of white people, I repeat, do not watch <laughs> Beetlejuice. <laughs> Agreed. Uh, Hard agree. (laughs) It's baffling. It's weird. (laughs) But what's not weird is my week. Uh, How's your week? Okay. I think if if everything works out, 2022 might be like, oh, James, you've made it. You've succeeded in what you've wanted to do because, one, I don't know. Who knows if I get this job that I applied for, but I Mm -hmm. still haven't been told no. It's there's the listing still made for it. So that means I haven't even started doing interviews. But Mm -hmm. this week I recorded a song. I think I can just say it like I'm I'm working with Howard Kramer. He goes by Dragon Boy Suede. He's a stand up. All of that. I fucking great. Yeah, he's fantastic. Go check out his stuff. Yeah. Uh, General funny man. Yes. Go listen to like Grift Horse. Go listen to his Mm -hmm. albums under Dragon Boy Suede or just Howard Kramer. K-R-E-M-E-R. I've been sending him a bunch of beats and he's like, hey. I, I'm when when I have lyrics, I will send them to you. Uh, like I I want to work together. So my idea was like, hey, I need to just make half of a Dragon Boy Suede song, meaning I like do mm. a verse of my own and then I send it to him and he does his verse. So there's already a concept there and the format ready to roll. That's what I did oh, this yeah. week. So my. My arms and stuff are achy, but I like it. It's yeah. called Gene Material, and the hook is, I want that ass in Gene Material. Oh, ooh, interesting. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. So- that sounds fun, sexy. I got the lyrics here. Hold on. If anything, that's what a summer is all about. It's fun, sexy. Uh, there's like, beat this dick girl to quell Sodom dreams, like beatnik chicks wearing bell-bottom jeans with a chunky butt, got from eating cereal. I want that ass in Gene Material. So exciting. That's so exciting and tasty. And the beat's dope. 
Yo, fuck yeah, dude. That's all you need for a good breakfast right there. Fucking good ass, fun ass, sexy rhymes, clever wordplay, dope ass beats. Yeah. And then that's Kellogg's, baby. No, um, fuck Kellogg's. They're on. We're on. We're striking Kellogg's. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's General Mills, baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have also sent some beats to horror. Or actually, they asked for beats. Horror Crunk Entertainment, wh- which yes. is being spearheaded by Bloodshot and Concrete. You might know them from just being indie or from their like serial killing records days. I could tell people they might know me from being indie. It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> I mean, like be, putting out like independent releases without because before yeah. they were on SKR, they were still a, like big names within the horrorcore community. Right. And then uh, Comatose from Cutthroat yeah. Productions, he yeah. sent me a screenshot of a beat of mine on the website. He was like, hey, can I get this? And I was like, yeah, man, here you go. He messaged me back saying so what what do i owe you for this sir and i said just send me vocal tracks of one of your songs to remix and the way in which he responded was i'm like wow i have a really big project and opportunity on my hands that i'm so excited about and i will reveal more when it comes to fruition fuck yeah dude oh man 2022 is exciting in january yeah yeah who baby and yeah, if, if we move to New York, yeah, that's a, that's a whole that's a whole new that's a whole new journey for you mm-hmm. to take on. Mm-hmm. There, I I hear you know what I hear. There's a Spider Man out there. He's gonna love to meet you. Oh, I, in one of the multiverses, he just got murdered by a clown. Oh no! But speaking okay. of clown, I'm sure his murder, favorite song was my ex. My ex is my He's bungee. My homie. <laughs> I like homie more. Is it, wait, I thought they say, I thought one of the verses is homie. Am I making that up? Oh, it might be. I try to right, shut a, that song out of my memory. <laughs> he's a, th- that, that character was a juggalo who's not great with memorizing lyrics. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, what were you going to transition into, though? Speaking of clowns who kill, we're talking Clean. about killer clowns from outer space today. We fooled you. Oh, you fooled shit. I got so I got I got I know what we were talking about. I got so scared I did the wrong research. Oh no 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 no! This is a comic Great book movie, series. Though. Great movie. Oh, it is. It is fucking fun. Michigan's own Chiodo Bros, but not to be confused with the band who used the Chiodo Bros because they were a fan of those filmmakers. Huh? And then they were they were sent to cease and desist by those filmmakers because they're like, <laughs> you can't just use our names. You've become popular enough for us to like. Now be confused with the two, so we can't keep getting phone calls to our special effects house. You're fucking up my SEO, bro. You're fucking up my SEOs, bro. I think this is even before SEOs was a thing. Oh, shit. They were probably just getting calls from post-hardcore scene kids saying, will you play at our high school? And they're like, you want us to do special effects work at your high school? Absolutely. Phone us in. That would be chill. That would be such a cool prom. Oh, my gosh. If, like, my prom was, like, the theme of this prom is uh, fucking, like, special effects guru, the dude behind Nightmare on Elm Street. I can't think of his name. He's very famous. But anywho, that's the theme of the prom. This gentleman whose name I can't remember. Or if it was just killer clowns from outer space themed in the the stop animation of large Mars eyes. (laughs) Because I believe the Chiodos did that as well. Did they really? Yeah. So fucking. Damn. That's That's a good. Oh, that. Talk, you talk about like uh, uh, things that traumatize children. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
that was such a huge one. So many kids were like, this movie was great, but why did they do this? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Why is this scene in here? Just to it's, be weird and kooky. Give the Chiodos a bro. Uh, a a oh bro. Give them a bro. They already have them. Give them a job. Fucking, yo, shouts, shouts out to the Chiodos, uh, our Lewis Patreons on the Patreon page. Uh, Patreon.patreon at Patreon. .org. Just please learn our Patreon. I N- Nicole also had an issue of like, <laughs> I don't know what this is. <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash MLM pod where we're doing a giveaway. Check it out. Full <laughs> details over there. But in the year like 1999 and 2000, <laughs> a company called Chaos Comics started publishing WWF comics. And some of the ones that they did were an Undertaker series that was 11 issues a Stone Cold Steve Austin limited series of four, then a Mankind, two China specials, and a The Rock special. And I'm guessing that was how ICP was made aware of them because they were on WCW and WWF in this time. They were doing wrestling. So I think they had just left WWF in 99. I could be, oh. I think I should look that up. I, that must be because during these comics, you did not get this opportunity, but I go in detail of stuff that is re, uh, revealed and discussed in these. These issues have newsletters in the back from Psychopathic. So you see oh. things that they were discussing at the time, behind the scenes things, as well as things that never came into fruition, which I thought was really cool. Sure. I remember... I was reading something which was amazing. I didn't realize what had apparently what had happened backstage uh, with the WWF, which is why ICP left and went to WCW. They job they took they jobbed out a match to someone. It might have been Ken Shamrock, but they jobbed out a match to someone. They went up to Vince McMahon and were like, "Hey, we're better than you thought we were. Give us more money." <laughs> He's like, "Absolutely fucking not. Get out of here. I got to make room for Brock Lesnar." In WCW, uh, the reason why they left it, uh, that they reveal in the comic is everything was awesome. They had this huge deal to do like a bunch of shows and even pay-per-views during like mm-hmm. televised shows and house shows during a year. Too many, yeah. I think. It was like 80, I think. That's just too much for also their recording and touring schedule, but would have been yeah. great exposure. So, yeah. a few a few weeks go by and everything's great and new management came in and yeah. we're like, oh, yeah. we want Vampiro to go somewhere else. They were going to split them in Vampiro. Vampiro then comes up to them after a show and is like, hey, I'm out of here. You guys come with me. So they're like, yeah, of course. They go. They're like, hey, fuck. Pretty much like, fuck you guys. You, you screwed up a good thing here. We're out. Couple we're days leaving, later, we gotta make sure we burned this bridge before we go. Yes, yes. Instead of just saying like, "Hey, uh, can we please go back to Vampiria, Vampirio, and Vampirio? Vamp- that's it's Vampiro's uh, wrestling promotion is Vampirio. Yep, yep, yep. It's also an amusement park. So they are out, and then Vampiro, they find out, renegotiated his deal and like got what he wanted out of it. Had some carny shit. Yeah, and then, but they don't have oh. the same leverage because it's like, well, ICP, you can leave. We don't care. Vampiria, Vamp- oh my God. Vampiro you really want to call Vampirio. is a name, but they had yeah. no ill will towards him. They were like, hey, this is his yeah. job. Wrestling yeah. is his job. We can fall back on music. That's fine. And guess what? Fall back on comics. Mm-hmm. Like they're, 
they are at this point they're the they are the kiss of the late 90s early 2000s they can merchandise anything mm-hmm. and sell it and they merchant i feel like they merchandise a lot yeah they uh, did at this time toys one of the newsletters they were like yeah here's shaggy at the new york city toy fair and it's like I know about Toy Fair because uh, Eric Berry of Ranger Command Power Hour, he -hmm. goes there because that's when Hasbro reveals a lot of stuff about Power Rangers coming up. Sure. Like that's so much of of Sentai period is wrapped up in toy deals. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, that's, yeah, like so much and so many toys come from Sentai. So like that makes sense to be in that world. You kind of have to keep up on toys. Yeah. Where like, I know, eh, I feel like wrestling has, there's a lot of toy collectors in wrestling but you don't have to be a you don't have to be into toys to get into wrestling yeah we're like as as opposed to like sentai no you kind of have to be so much of that is just wrapped together to the detriment of the show sometimes hooray capitalism and marketing because there was a time where bandai would so toei would come up with the concept then bandai would be like hey here are toys we designed for your concept insert them into the show and they'd have to be like, well, this doesn't make sense for us. We don't need one of these things that are in the story. So some things just seem really shoehorned in. Yeah. We don't really need one of these for the story. Well, you have it. Congratulations. Yeah. Fucking deal. Put it in there uh, somewhere. But also during this time, the newsletter, they were talking about, and I really like this. So when they were out of WCW, they're like, well, we don't have a major promotion. And in classic ICP fashion, if they can't be in the big leagues they make a league of their own and they yeah. just hit it hard and and had like a i think like 20 date tour of just wrestling yeah i mean uh juggalo champion juggalo championship wrestling becomes a fairly prominent independent wrestling mm-hmm. promotion uh like like they're they're nothing they're not huge uh, they're not, but they're nothing to be like ignored. And a lot of names, a lot of names come through. I know we listed them earlier. I don't yeah. have that list in front of me now. Uh, but like, yeah, a lot of people like coming off of one of the major feds would go through JCW. Can I say something? Yes, please. We may have listed them when we were playing backyard wrestling on oh, Twitch and not on the podcast. Oh shit. Uh, well, let me see if I can, uh, I can pull up a list real quick. But yeah, well, you look that up. Uh, also, like they had to do with Riddlebox of we don't have any promotion coming from the label. We need to do this ourselves. They started sending employees to like comic book conventions, toy conventions, movie nerd, just nerdy conventions with a psychopathic records booth and told Juggalos like, hey, we're going to be in your area at this convention. Come by, see what we have to offer. We have exclusives. We have hard to find things that we just reprinted. All of this great shit. Come on down. Which is like any any niche product. Like that's kind of I, I, I was we were talking I was talking last week about how I went home to Buffalo, shocked, utterly shocked by how many juggalos I've known for a long time did not know uh they were juggaloing. Mm-hmm. But like that's how you sort that's how you do it. You you kind of Present them with a place, a, a, a safe place to kind of come on and be like, hey, you can come out and be Juggalos because uh, there there will be Juggalos here. Uh, and it's fucking ch- like it's that's how you have to do it. That's why I mean, at comic conventions, I think fuck, I think I think I think I met the honky tonk man at like a Buffalo Comic Con. Mm-hmm. Now, the honky tonk man, one of the greatest intercontinental champions of the WWF, not a comic book character or writer. Yeah. But it's, you know, there's this 
wrestling fan is this, is another niche product where it's I, like, no, but you can come out, you can come out here and be weird. Before I got into comics, which I do want to talk about before we get in, just like what's your relationship with comic books? But sure. before I got into it, my the first one I ever went to, luckily they had Pokemon cards there as well, and we. We traded in so many Pokemon cards plus like $35 of allowance to get a Charizard. Ooh. But my mom brought us there because the last living Munchkin actress was doing a, like was the yep. top build thing in Grand Rapids, Michigan for that day. Yep. That sounds so appropriate for Grand Rapids, Michigan. Yeah. To be like, everyone shut the fuck up. We've got the last living munchkin. Get out of your goddamn cheese holes and visit. The last living flying monkey was a greeter at the Meyer in Muskegon, Michigan that I would always go to. What's the Meyer? Meyer is like a Walmart. It's like a department store plus grocery. Okay, so like, like M-E-Y-E-R or something. M, oh man, I never know how to, if it, it's I before E or E before I, J, E, R, Meyer. Okay. Specifically not M, I, R, E, uh, like, which is a swamp, which would be a sick name for like, um, like a local, like a local small venue for like emerging acts. Hey, come down into the Meyer, get fucking moist with swamp juice and check out the Meyer. I got finger blasted in the bathroom of a Meyer show. Maybe that's what we'll call this studio because it's Marshland Media. I didn't even think that makes the most sense. Jim. Oh my gosh, it's all coming together, baby. Uh, but yeah, so some names, uh, just um, just real quick on the Wikipedia, Iron Sheik. This is, by the way, fairly old because what is this? This is the year two thousand. So I, uh, Iron Sheik, King Kong Bundy, Abdul the Butcher, Chris Hero is there, Madman Pondo. Uh, we got like, like, it's kind of like, it's a spot. It's definitely a spot for like either old guys, Scott. Oh shit. Raven. Raven mm-hmm. stops through too cold Scorpio. Oh, great. Great fucking Muda human tornado. Yo, this is stuff. This is stuff. Like they, like they get, man, they just, they get real. They get people to fucking hold on the last living munchkin and flying monkey Ooh. both wrestled for JCW. Hell That's yeah. not true, but it's like a picture like that. It's like that is fucking rad. That's fucking rad as hell. I was uh, I oh. didn't get to finish it, but he would Sorry. have headshots and would sign them. So my mom, I believe my mom is a huge Wizard of Oz fan. Flash forward oh. during my parents divorce. I'm with my friend Dakota Rust, who I was in a rap group with Lunatics of Ski Town. And okay. we were meeting my stepmother, who was just dating my dad at the time. This is the first time we ever went to over to her house. And she was single in this huge house. So showing us around, doing this, that, this, and then opens up a door to like a spare bedroom. And she's like, oh yeah, this is just like my guest bedroom. We look around, nothing but Wizard of Oz stuff. And Dakota and I look at each other. And then, you know, next day we're hanging out. It's a Saturday. And I was like, that's pretty weird how like, clearly my dad has a type, right? And he's like, the Wizard of Oz thing. Yeah, your dad just wants to date women who love Wizard of Oz. That's weird. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Just following the yellow brick road of fucking pussy. Yeah, it's piss. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's where I get it. I get my like, ooh, I don't want <laughs> oh. grease on my fingers or anywhere near me. How did I work at Burger King for almost seven years? But we also love piss on us. 
Yay! The only grease you want on you is grease paint. Let's talk about these clowns. Oh, I mean, we also before <laughs> it's a great transition. Yep. Thank uh, you. You into comic books? You ever you ever read them? So my history with comics is weird because absolutely, uh, I think the first series I really read was the uh, Frank Miller run on Daredevil. Uh, I think that was the, it was the yeah that was the that was the first like well I should say okay so Spider Man the first. The first Spider-Man movie, uh, the Sam Raimi one, came out, and everyone was like, oh, yeah, superheroes are cool and shit. Mm -hmm. So the first comic I read, though, was the Frank Miller uh, Daredevil run. They had, like, a collection at the local library. Me and my brother took that book out constantly. We saw the first Daredevil movie in theaters two, at least twice, I think three times. We fucking loved that movie. Hell yeah. Because nobody was... But that's because we found Daredevil uh, and we loved Daredevil and we were like, we couldn't believe someone made the Daredevil movie. But ever since then, like, I was so in on the Marvel stuff. Like, I mean, both me and my brother were. I remember, I think whatever, what were the big ones I've read? Dark Knight Returns. I remember reading Watchmen all in one day because I got that book for Christmas. Hell yeah. The problem for me was when the Marvel Cinematic Universe really got going, it felt too much and i've been burned out ever since yeah like i haven't seen the new spider-man movies yet and i want to same I, I want i really want to they seem great but like i've just been like this is these are the first comics i've picked up too just because yeah the cinematic universe really burned me out which is a shame because it looked so cool to be a part of mm -hmm. but my heart just i saw i saw daredevil three times in theaters i haven't seen avengers endgame what the fuck is wrong? <laughs> My relation with comics, mm -hmm. everyone should, it's like, well, obviously James does, uh, or I don't think I've ever, Nicole works at a comic book store. We do a web comic. Has Nicole been lax on it in the past couple of years? Yes. But Not only because you've been so ex-lax. <laughs> you poop. I've been shitting on her for not doing the comics. Wow. So... Uh, <laughs> The first comics I ever had were Pokemon comics, I think. I still have them. They're great. The Pokemon comics are fucking awesome. Especially I've never read them. That's the ones with uh, Green, right? Yes. I know there's a character named Green. It's so ridiculous because, like, just make them... You're like, oh, Green? She's gonna have an Ivy store, right? No, because they wanted red and blue because red and blue are based off from the games. They call them red and blue even though... Red has, I think, the ivy, or red has the the ivy sore. Green has the squirtle, and red has the char. It's all fucking confusing. It's like dude. everyone should have a squirtle. Squirtle is the best starter. <gasps> Calm down. I said it. I said it because I wanted to start a war. Because you can go up to Onyx real quick, take him down once you get to like Man. level fourteen, learn water go gun. On. Go home, Onyx. You're you're drunk and you're made of rocks. You made a terrible mistake stepping into my dojo. That's right, Brock. This is now my dojo. But after that, I really only read manga when my brother would have it. I really mm -hmm. liked watching or reading Sailor Stars because it's like, well, we're never going to get the anime over here until just, I think, recently it started coming out dubbed. And then flash forward, I'm at Universal Studios in like 2012 and they have the Simpsons comics in the like Simpsons area. I was like, I'm going to pick up some of these. And that's when I started just like spiraling down just indie stuff. Like that's mainly what I got into. 
I, so you never had a, like a Marvel DC run in your comic career? Uh, not until like recently. So I oh, got super interesting. into The Mask. The Mask is my favorite comic series ever. The, based off, you, I mean, it's not, the movie is based off from the comic books, which Jim Carrey. That, I was going to ask, that, wow. Yes, and they are extremely hyper-violent. Sure. Like. Because like, I'm assuming, what is this, like, I'm going to call it the Spawn 90s, and I think everyone refer- knows what I'm referring to. This comics. is even before that. Oh, word. So, like, I think Spawn's, like, 95 and up, and I think, yeah. like, 93, 94 is when, in Mayhem, the Dark Horse uh, kind of, hey, we're going to put in four stories within one issue, and that's a way to gauge people's interests on what they want and see what will go into, like, full series. So, the mask yeah, was— Yeah, yeah, kind of the—oh, uh, um, my gosh, Nickelodeon uh, used to do that uh, with, with their— what like, a cartoon. Minis- yep. Which is like eventually where we got we got Adventure Time. Uh, we got some great fucking cartoons out of that. I mean, that's uh, true. A lot of cartoons they didn't pick up. They let they let go over to Cartoon Network. Oh wait, uh, Adventure think, Time was in what a cartoon? I th- yeah, I think so. Okay, I know Dexter's Lab was. No, no, no Dexter's um, which, no, 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 no. Dexter's Lab Cartoon Network also had their own version of this that I forget. Oh, I think, what a cartoon might be from Cartoon Network. Okay, well, I can check this if you want. Uh nah, fuck it. We'll be wrong. I am. Pr- I'm pretty sure Nickelodeon started, Nickelodeon had Adventure Time and Pass. Okay. I'm not sure about Dexter's Lab, but I'm pretty, because I remember watching it uh, on Nickelodeon being like, this shit's weird and I hate it. And then like the series came out. I was like, oh, I was wrong. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) This show's great. They were always Cartoon Network, like Dexter's Lab, because those guys came up with two stupid dogs and then started doing their own stuff on, it's not cartoon cartoon, but it's something of that vein. I remember a cartoon. I think they were they weren't cartoon cartoon. I'm, I'm, I mean, it's cartoon cartoon Fridays, and that was the branding of it. But the show was not called that. Hold on. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm worried. I'm distracting us from getting into a big old comic series. What a cartoon was Cartoon Network, and then oh yeah, cartoons. Oh yeah, cartoons. Thank you. So I'm into the mask. And mm-hmm. uh, like things of that ilk. And I used to go to a bunch of comic book stores because Muskegon had one that's it was good sometimes and terrible sometimes. They like fluctuated. They had a bunch of back issues, which is where I first found the ICP comics that I have owned forever. Never read them until last month in preparation for this. You never read them? No, no, I just like thumbed through because I was like, fuck, this stuff is dumb, but I'm going to keep them. They were like 25 cents. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah, I I got into that. There, you know, Munchkins, the card game? Yes, I do. The guy who illustrates those, John Klovic or something like that, he had this fucking amazing series. It's now a web web comic called Dork Tower. So fucking good. I I remember Dork Tower. I would see I would see Dork Tower when I used to go into my local uh, gaming store the sages quest down there in buffalo new york i it's not open anymore mm-hmm. <laughs> i own all of those and hell john kovalik you were right okay cool it wasn't until i went to outer limits which was my like childhood comic book store but i never went in the comic book section because i had like a spawn poster back there it like mm-hmm. it was a very small one the comics are in the back and then in the front are like the action figures, D&D stuff, and like kids stuff. 
I would yeah. see the spawn thing. I was like, well, that section's for adults. Can't go back there. Oh, and they had Pokemon cards. I'm talking to this dude and he's like, dude, I miss Pokemon cards because it was during the days where parents would parent with allowance and just be like, here's some money. And kids would just come in, buy a bunch of Pokemon cards, leave. So yeah. this dude is the perfect clerk because I was like, man, I'm trying to get like get into something new. And he's like, what do you enjoy? You like this stuff, this stuff, this stuff, right? And I was like, yeah. He was like, I think you'll like this. It was the new 52 Batman detective comics when Joker gets mm -hmm. his face ripped off by uh, Dollmaker. Okay, yeah, sure. I, I did not read that, but that sounds fucking gory as hell. Fell in love with it and uh, yeah. started getting into Batman that way. But mainly I'm into like the humans. That's a fucking amazing series by. I don't know them. Uh, the dude, it's an image comic, and the dude did Galactic Battleground 666, I think is what it's called. It's the, like, I yep. got it at uh, Chicago Comics. Like, when we first came here, before we even lived here, we went to Chicago Comics, and Nicole was like, I'm going to work here one day. And then she did, because she badgered them for employment. Yay. Uh, that art, that uh, writer is Keenan Marshall Keller of yes. Galactic Galactic Breakdown. Yes, 666 sometimes. Okay. That, I picked that up. I was like, holy shit, Nicole, this is for me. And she's like, dude, you need, just buy it. You don't like yeah. spending money, but you you will regret if you don't buy it. Got that. Found the other issues online. Love that. I'm into weird shit in all walks of media. So, of course. Oh, I, yeah. I was going to say, maybe if before, wait, no, you know what? Fuck, that transition was too clean. So, of course. When I finally sat down and started reading the Insane Clown Posse comics, I'm like, oh, my God, I was wrong. Yeah. This shit's dope. Yeah, I really fucking like these comics. It made me realize, because I, I really haven't gone, I wish I'd gone deeper on indies. Like, because I would, and normally I would just read what was ever at the library, because, you know, mm -hmm. I wanted to read the whole thing, and collections are expensive. Like, uh, yeah. so that's what I would do. I would, so I would just grab those from whatever that's at the library, and usually it was like the Ultimate X-Men I remember one time my friend had a copy of uh, it's a the, it's a cartoon series now I haven't seen it yet uh, oh my gosh uh, immor not immortal the gentleman in the yellow oh shit it's an it's another image comic uh, the wild man or no uh, it's a cartoon series now damn it immortal maybe it is immortal fuck me oh no invincible thank you invincible. When you were saying um, cartoon show, I was, for some weird reason, not thinking adult comic or adult comics and cartoons. But yeah, oh, Invincible. Sorry, yeah. yeah, no, Invincible. So your first reaction was uh, The Last Man? Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah that famous I, children's series, yes. The Last Man. <laughs> uh, also, not a cartoon show. I think that was live action. Pretty sure it's live action. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's on me. That's me. <laughs> no, it's fine. But yeah, but I always wish, like, I, but like, because I look back on this and like reading through this and really enjoying parts i will say like because yes. every now and again it's like an icp album every now and again you just get to a point and you kind of have to accept it's the year 2000 but even for the year 2000 it's a little too far we'll get there this is very much image comic influenced of like beefy men women yeah. with proportions that if in real life they had they would topple over into the grave but also like image i remember reading invincible because invincible was outside of the watchman uh, really the only like self-contained independent universe I've read and how much they like have, how much they get to flesh out 
their world mm-hmm. like if you're if you're into if you're into like lore stuff and like lore hunting especially on the icp this comic is fucking great it's, it's perfect for that yeah it's fantastic and that's the that's the fun i think that's the fun thing about independent comics is that they get to flesh out i mean that's the hard thing when you read you know spider-man the spider-man's now or the superman's now they're great but like so much of the lore is or has been fleshed out yeah they just have to keep they, they really just have to keep adding and at a certain point heightening where you can, where like you go, you dip into Invincible for the first time, and you're like, "Yo, what is going on here?" You dip into, uh, you d- you dip into Spawn for the first time. Spawn's like, "What the fuck is going on here?" Mm-hmm, like they get mm-hmm. to, and ICP absolutely, and abs- to an extent, it's also shocking to hear like, I don't know how much they set up beforehand because this comes, this is released in what ninety nine two thousand, and yes. they've been releasing albums since like they've been working together since the late eighties. Uh, Dark Carnival was ninety two. Yes. 91. Carnival of Carnage, you mean. Carnival of Carnage, excuse me. But yeah, the Carnival of Carnage. So, but just to see like how much of the lore they've been set, and they have been setting up, yeah. is implemented really cleanly and accurately, I feel. Yeah. Like, it's shocking how accurate this is to the ICP canon. Yeah, and speaking on Spawn real quick, I want to do a Crumbums where Franklin, it, w- it wouldn't be like, it would be a non-canonical one. Where, like, Franklin comes back as Spawn. I support this. And he, like, looks through the window and sees Nicole hanging out with socks. And he's like, mm-hmm. how long have I been gone? And, like, he asks someone on the streets. He's like, what is it, 2028? What, what, please tell me. And they're like, oh, no, it's a looks at a calendar and it's just 2021 January. And he's like, it's been two fucking months. Excuse me. Uh, That's yes. Is is that me projecting my own emotions on this situation? Absolutely. But that's what you got to do. He can't really talk in the afterlife, even though Uh he speaks through me in rhymes and poems. But you were speaking on, oh, what at this time, like if you want to dive into Spider-Man's and Superman's, what's going on? Well, let's find out what was going on the charts. In 2000 and 2001, when these comics were released. Comic charts. So, baby. These are the top five selling comics for 2000. First up, Uncanny X-Men issue 381. Next is X-Men 103. Now we've got Uncanny X-Men 380. Uncanny X-Men 383 and X-Men 101. Now... I was like, what is going? Yeah. Uh, and I looked because I was like, maybe this is like the Dark Phoenix arc or some huge arc. No, not at all. But did further research. The movie, yeah. the first movie came out in July oh. on July 14th, 2000. Speaking of things that terrified me as a child, when that man eva- like turns into water and just splooshes out. The senator. Yeah. I was in the movie theater and I was like, I, what did I just fucking see? That traumatized oh. me for a little bit. That I because I remember I remember where my soul was at that time and it would have I because I remember because I remember being so freaked out about it, but I was also a moralistic little cretin and I was so into like I was so into like good guys win bad guys get punished and Senator Kelly, I believe is I believe I believe it was Senator Kelly. I know he's a senator, mm-hmm. uh, but he was such a shit to fucking rugged ass handsome Hugh Jackman and bald beautiful Patrick Stewart I'm Patrick Stewart he's so sexy 
I'm Patrick Stewart, was... and I just struck my child. Uh, or I'm I'm what? Hugh Jackman, and I just struck Patrick Stewart's child. I struck him in the face. That's from a Chris Ooh. Gethard skit. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> oh yeah, that but Patrick Stewart. I was very. Or was Hugh very Jackman worried. didn't just actually punch Hugh Jack. Or oh my god, you know what I mean. Watch the fucking I thing. Don't. <laughs> College humor, Hugh Jackman. You'll find it on YouTube. Okay. Uh, but I was, just, but I was so like, but it was one of those moments where it was just, it would have been so freaky if I didn't hate him so much. Mm -hmm. uh, Cause that was like a very, well, and, it, and it's, it's, and it's, I think, it, I think it's something we'll touch on. Uh, but like, at what point, at what point is something for children and not, I don't know. I feel like ICP was very accessible for like middle schoolers, Yeah, but also being very gruesome, yeah. very grotesque. But I think this is what middle schoolers like. I yeah. had to kind of battle with both Nicole and for a lesser, my sister, because I was like, hey, Regina and my like, I, I guess like step niece, but uh, Regina's my niece. And mm -hmm. that like, as they're like coming to be like 12 and 13, I was like. They like comic books. Nicole always gets them comics. We should get them Johnny the Homicidal Maniac. And Nicole's like, the fuck are you talking about? That's like, I know Johnny. I, I am familiar with John, Johnny the Homicidal Maniac. That's the uh, creator of Invader Zim, right? Yes. The the same yeah. guy did that. And yes. Yeah. I read a few. I, I've, I, didn't, I didn't read them as they were coming out. Uh, it came, came out of my feed and I read a few of those. Those are fucked up. So Nicole's like, those are, those are adult comics. And I was like, yeah, but. Everyone I knew when the, like who are weird kids got that when they were like 12, 13, 14. So yeah. they're weird kids. Why wouldn't I extend that coming of age thing that I experienced or I wish I would have experienced? I did not get that until I purchased it for Nicole when she was like 19. And she's like, this gives me anxiety attacks. We're reading this. You can do it. And I read it. I was like, holy shit, this is amazing. But so you, so you so you got yourself a Nicole's birthday present. I mean, yeah, that's what eventually happened. Yeah, it happens. But Nicole loves Invader Zim and Squee. Mm -hmm. And Nicole was like, well, we would get them Squee before we get them Johnny the Homicidal Maniac. I'm like, OK, fine, fine, fine. <laughs> so. But no, I get that. I yeah. think the same thing could go for these comics. If you are 13 years old and you are a juggalo. Yeah, these are fucking amazing for you to have. Oh my gosh, the fan, the lore and the fan service. There's, there's a few. I, I feel like especially in the early, uh, in those like first couple months, which we'll talk about at another date. Uh, but there's some really good, just some real, real solid fan service in these. Oh, I mean, in the end, there's technically fan service of like, yo, man, you're a juggalo. Guess what? You're the only ones who know what's really going on. And you are yeah. fucking soldiers for God's will. Yeah. We'll also talk about how aggressively Christian yes. these comics I are. I took screenshots and I set or like <laughs> pictures of the comic book issues and I sent them to both Sean and the hit it and critic guys. And they're like, excuse me, what? This is an ICP. Yeah. They wrote these yeah. words. Yeah. Or Jesse McCann did a mm -hmm. story by ICP or Jump Steady. Yes. Which is cool how like involved they are. Yeah. Let me get back to uh, the comic books that came out in regards to the movie that probably 
increased both interest and speculative buying of these issues as there's nothing yeah. special in terms of huge story arcs. For 2001, this one is odd. Okay. And you'll figure out why. I was because I was like, what the fuck is this? So the first one is The Dark Knight Strikes Again, issue one. Okay. Then Heroes, I was like, wait, oh, the the movie, that makes sense. But then I looked, I was like, wait, no, Heroes didn't come out until like the late 2000s. What's up with this? Wait, the, you mean the TV show? Yes. Okay. So I thought it was like a tie-in with that. Because yeah, so it, did I. But it is Heroes looked into it further, colon or dot dot 9-11-2001. It is a book of 64 oh. full-page illustrations paying tributes to those who attempted to save lives on 9-11, published by Marvel Comics October 21st. That's beautiful, but a shitty present for a child. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't. <laughs> like, I'm sure, I'm sure it was like, oh, Ch Charlie, you like co comics? Here, read some shit, sad shit. Or it's like. About stuff that really happened. Like, hey, Charlie. I know your dad died in 9-11, but hey. You need to, can you just stop starting sentences like that? <laughs> no, 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 but Please. you're, you're, you're going to love this, Charlie. I know. Okay. Daddy's an angel because the terrorists, Al-Qaeda, yeah. they killed Kida. your dad using an airplane. Okay. So these are your favorite superheroes paying tribute to your father who he wasn't a hero. He was a victim. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Well, Cause I remember like bits and pieces of those coming out and they were exciting. I, I did read some of those. Uh, not that series, yeah. but like, well, no, this isn't a series. This was just a one issue thing. Oh, maybe I did read that then. So I might've actually read that. And I think I loved it. I'm not gonna lie. I, I'm shitting on it. I loved it when I was a kid. Fuck me. I'm a, I'm a filthy patriot at heart. So next up is Wolverine, the origins issue three, Wolverine, mm -hmm. the origins issue two, and coming in at the top selling comic of 2001, amazing, no, amazing Spider-Man 36. It is the black cover 9-11 issue of Spider-Man. So much going on for that comic. Which makes sense because, you know, yeah. he's from New York. Of course, he would have to touch on this. Like, there is now mm. a building that doesn't exist. But then it's like, they, sh they should have done this. The Avengers go kill Al-Qaeda. And I know I'm saying that. I'm saying it like uh, George W. Bush. They should have had the Avengers just, like, go, like, be like, you're the terror. Like, Spider-Man should have been web-slinging because he can do this. In the video games, you just web sling and all of a sudden you're just, how are you? There's nothing up that high to be able to web sling. He's just over the Atlantic Ocean. He's like, I'm going to fucking get over to the Middle East and take down some commie fuckers. Yeah, but they were getting ready for the second Spider-Man game, in which case the web physics are tied to buildings. And if that's your new game, you can't have him web sling over the Atlantic anymore. You changed the rules on us, video games. <gasps> yeah. But yeah, no, it's... I don't know why we don't have time for me to speculate on whether or not the Avengers should have conquered Al-Qaeda. <laughs> uh, from, from my part, I think I, I think it behooves them that they have like bigger threats other than Al-Qaeda and they have to let the government deal with that just so they don't get too mired into that. It, they don't want to get too you don't want to get too mired into the real world because you are fantasy, right? Yeah. If this uh, happened, but you want to acknowledge it. So like you want it's, you dance that if this happened in like the 70s, I think they would have dealt with it because that's what Doc yeah, Doom is. He's just like a terrorist who 
rules over a nation in mm. Europe. I mean, Captain America really I don't I don't know if this would I don't think he was created for Hitler, but he took off during World War Two. Yeah, he was, he was battling Nazis. Yeah. Like that's and to this day, like that's that's probably what that's one of your biggest heroes. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. That that Christopher Gentleman's a, Chris Evans is a hunk. Yeah. He's a hunk. GM. All right, you want to get into some uh, information about Chaos Comics. Talk to me, Daddy. All right, Chaos Comics, known for Evil Ernie and the WWE comics or WWF comics of the day. Uh, after choosing, the, that's who put it out. After choosing Jump Steady as the writer for the series, the group, ICP, decided to release new singles with each issue. However, due to other responsibilities, the duo was unable to record new material for several issues, which is why we're not doing it. A lot of the issues also, like, you can find stuff on other projects, but they're not all available on Spotify. So like to make a playlist and some of it's just shit. I didn't like, (laughs) there are maybe five fucking fantastic songs on it, but the other seven suck. There are three. That's something you always have to acknowledge and get it. Like when you're doing anything ICP related is that like, it's very ambitious. Some of it will just be bad. Yes. And there are three solo psychopathic ride songs on it. So I'm like, fuck no, no, yes, no, 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 Yes, our favorite. Each 32 page <laughs> issue of the comic was poly bagged with a single, a CD single in a cardboard sleeve created by writer Jesse McCain, penciler Jerry Beck and inker Sandu Floria uh, and based upon the dark carnival mythology of ICP. On August 20th, 2002, a graphic novel entitled The Tome was released, encapsulating all 12 issues. Now, here's a quick stuff about Chaos themselves. In 2002, they filed for bankruptcy with all characters save Lady Death being sold off to comic retailer Tales of Wonder, who then sold the rights to Devil's Due Publishing after the demise of Devil's Due. The rights of Chaos Comic characters went to Dynamite Entertainment. And that makes me think, does Dynamite own the rights to these comics? Or because they are good businessmen, did ICP say like, hey, we still retain the rights to these in case you guys ever go out of business or in case we ever want to republish these and you don't? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Because 99... Uh, which is when they start. So they probably start probably start doing this like in 98. Mm-hmm. They probably, it's like when they signed the deal. They're good, but I don't know if they're that good by then where they retained their IP, but like any characters that were created for the comics, probably not. No, I think th- it's not that they're like fantastic businessmen. I should have rephrased that. They fucking hate other companies because they've been dealing with these major record labels. So I think with that mindset, they might have put in some clause to be like, hey, this is uh, our stuff as well. But I feel like then we would have. Yeah, they they should be getting reprinted. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I also loved like. The Hollow Wicked single one shot that came out was so fucking good that they could have made Dark Lotus an X-Men group. I mean, which is kind of spoilers where they're going with it. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely where they're going with it. Hollow Wicked was so weird, especially like reading, reading the prefaces and like the because the last sort of 
you know, pre pendulum story introduces twisted Mm -hmm. and, and then all of a sudden the next, the next single, the next issue is the single hollow wicked and everyone's teaming together. And you're like, wait, wait a minute. Hold on. I thought didn't twist, didn't twisted just say you were going to murder these clowns. What's going on here? I'll get into that. Yeah. Okay. But it, it was, it was, it was a shock to my system to see they're, and they're essentially Dark Lotus are their Sentai Rangers. Yeah. Dark Dark Lotus are the power are, are they're, they're Power Rangers. Yeah. But Wicked Clown Power Rangers is fucking great. They're Choo. they're avenging spirit ghost Power Rangers, mm-hmm. and they do not like Eminem. Uh, oh yeah. Oh my God, I forgot to. Oh no, those are in late. Okay, so I have plot. We summaries. get that one, but yeah. Oh, okay, I have plot summaries as well. Uh, for all the issues minus the last three in that Eminem thing happened in one of those last three i have pl- i have also written those i can do the last three if you'd like i do have the m&m one which by the way if you're wondering spoilers has nothing to do with the rest of the issue yeah it's just or a series he never comes into it again it's just a hate crime yep 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 they kill sure him is. for like it's not established within that issue that they hate like they have a beef with feminine He's just no. a like gay pop star, and they're like, "I'm gonna cut his head off because there is so." We should get into that when it comes up. We yes. should go through these. Okay, okay. So, issue one. Yes. After killing a corrupt lawyer, then subsequently killing a few cops, like they do, the insane clown posse are on the run from the law. Shaggy is gutted, bleeding out, and the Dark Carnival have denied assistance, most likely to teach them the lessons of self-reliance and not to go into battle chest first as a homing beacon for bullets. They meet a priest named Jesus who, through what he believes is happenstance, performs a miracle insert hacky joke here that heals shaggy who repays the man of cloth with repeated homophobic insults kill nor a wealthy which nicole when i read this to her she's like fucking kill nor seriously that shit so me too yo as soon as kill nor got introduced i was like what the f- you can't just you're not allowed to name a character kill nor yeah it's absolutely bad. not it's ridiculous it's the best but it's, but it's also the best it's the most mm-hmm. icp thing you can do is what's the name of your villain well he's a demon uh-huh he's disguised as a businessman sure sure and his name is mr Kilnor. yes and the humans the human businessmen he interact with do call him mr Kilnor. yeah so he must have <laughs> a first amazing. name that they're just unaware of choppy mckillnor <laughs> in the amazing Jekyll brother one issue, I think it is mm-hmm. one or no through raised glass or whatever it's called there. It like, it didn't hit me until like I was processing it, but it's a straight up one for one them wanting to kill Michael Eisner. Yeah. Oh yeah. The, the fights with uh little D and big D. Yeah. You mean, yeah. Uh, it's very, it's very clear. Yeah. That, fuck. They named him D man. It's ridiculous. For Disney. Yeah. Oh, I mean, they, they justify as big dick and little dick, uh, oh. but, but they only refer to them as big D and little D. So mm-hmm. like, yeah. So um, yeah. also I want uh, to just backtrack one thing on this. Uh, when they consult, also the fact that I love that the cards, each album, each card is, uh, and each, each album is a card yeah. and each card is an individual either power or tool. So they go to the riddle box to ask for guidance. And I love that they have a physical, again, just lore shit like this. Yeah. That 
they have a physical riddle box that they that they that they ask for guidance and something we kind of we find out a little bit in hollow wicked because uh, they touch on it the reason they can help them a to teach them that saturday morning lesson but b all their powers are spirit powers. It's all from spirits and the and the dead who don't exist on the mortal plane. So it's very hard for them to interact with each other physically. And it's just those little touches where it's just like, well, no, we can't heal you. We're a box full of ghosts. I don't know. Go to the do, go go to the priest. See what he says. To, see what he says. Ugh, Which is I'll weird because. Shit then the Jekyll brothers can still shoot flames at people, can still mm -hmm. cut holes in the floor to drop down like it's in The Mummy with Brendan Fraser. I feel like something in that movie, something like that happens. Yeah, but all, they but all they can do is, all they do is flames. Also, the ringmaster murders many people and destroys an entire church. So for the Jekyll brothers are very powerful because we find out they are, and we've, we know this in the album, they are the they they are they are the final judgment mm -hmm. uh, in, uh, in 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 the karma system. They are the balancing scale of your good deeds and your evil deeds. Uh, Jack throws Jake the balls, uh, and if all the balls that Jake drops go to hell, yeah. but the lighter balls uh, ascend into Shangri La. I know so much more about fucking ICP <laughs> thanks to these comics. <laughs> uh, but like, but so, so, but for them to be like such a powerful, like that's a very powerful position, a very yeah. specific job that they have. They also get flame powers. That makes sense to me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Same way we find out Malenko, it gets revealed a little bit later what Malenko does. He's just, he's just illusions. Yeah. Which Malenko we, can't physically hit anyone. Yeah. Which we know from the liner notes. Oh, I didn't read the lighter notes. I yeah, you did because it's of necromancy. And remember that specific line that it's like, oh, they're talking shit about major record labels because it's like, oh, and he will see that people who are trying to take the in quotes art, but they say some other thing like things other people create and try to do their own wicked deeds with them. But yeah, he's uh, James. A, what's up? Will it astound you? to learn that I have not retained any of that. Well, you retained a lot about the amazing Jekyll brothers. Well, no, and I retained it now. I don't know why it's so much easier. It, it's always been easier for me to read something and then mm -hmm. retain it. It's honestly, it's why it's actually, I need the liner. I need to read the lyrics as I'm listening to stuff. Yeah. That's the only way I can really retain things. I'm a, I'm a reader, baby. LeVar Burton got his claws into me. Yeah. All right, let me so, let me finish yeah, up this. So, please. Kilnor, a wealthy business demon of Arizona whose operations in Detroit have been repeatedly sabotaged by the ICP, sends two shadow demons to murder the clowns. This demented duo goes by the collective name of Twisted. Yo, I want to shit. If I can find when he first like brings up, it's the I laughed so fucking hard as soon as he's just like. Where, yeah, here's the line. Because uh, he's, 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 he's speaking to the netherworld. He needs two powerful demons to kill these wicked clowns. The haunted... This is the direct quote. The haunted ones known as Jamie Madrox and the Monoxide Child. Yeah, it's pretty baffling. The, the language... Because they are hell demons. And oftentimes hell demons in any sort of media get like this very heightened, almost Shakespearean language. Mm -hmm. And to see, to see that language... End with Jamie Madrox and the Monoxide. 
I laughed so fucking hard. I would have laughed call, even. Call forth twisted. I know that they couldn't do this. So I have a lot of notes on specifically twisted. And I know they couldn't have done mm. this because House of Crazies was like owned by their old manager. House of Crazies was the original band that original group that twisted was in with the ROC. They didn't like the manager and how he was dealing them. So they left just changed their name for legal purposes and became Twisted. But with hindsight, them having Twisted by or be their enemy in the beginning is very poignant. I do not believe this. What I'm about to say is just other people talking shit about Twisted. Oh, shit. Uh, it's what I read. I smell tea. From other Juggalos. But Twisted comes off as opportunistic and always is ready to double cross someone who has given them so much for someone else who will give them even more. Just like in air quotes, what they did to their former House of Crazies manager and then what they did to ICP. But, I would like to speak. Uh, I would like to speak on the Twisted characters mm -hmm. in, in the comic books because I'll say this: they are yes, they are opportunistic and yes, they are ambitious. But it's also important to re recognize that these characters are hell demons, which it, do it doesn't feel malicious. And they're quick to acknowledge, like, no, of course we are. We live in hell. Yeah. We are in the worst possible predicament. If I can get out, I'm going to. Absolutely. Like, it's, like, I, like, like, because I, because I, I, I remember reading, like, while I was reading it, I was very much, I, I sided with Twisted. I didn't think Twisted looked bad at all in these comics. Oh, I don't think they do, but if you have the context of, it, again, not my opinion, but what other people have, like, done conjecture and rumors about, gossiped about, it, oh, yeah. people could read this and be like, oh, we've known it all along, but... I totally knew they would end up fighting for the Dark Carnival, and I think they should have called them something different because when they, f when they in real life, meet ICP and see the light of Shangri-La and the Dark Carnival, that's when they are named Twisted. And I think if they had been named something else, I know they couldn't have gone by Mr. Bones and Hectic of the House of Crazies. Mm -hmm. They could have found something else. Maybe just call them by their like legal names which would have been an even sillier sentence like jamie and paul i need the demons known as jamie and paul <laughs> <laughs> call forth paul collectively known as those people you went to high school with <laughs> that w were always absent <laughs> Those kids who smell like cigarettes and Fago. Ooh, another note I have, very Kingdom Hearts. It's light v. darkness. The art is yeah. amazing. They kill so many cops and law enforcement, plus judges and lawyers. They have all three branches of government covered, baby. You can call ICP bad musicians and juvenile, but you can't say they aren't thorough. Absolutely. Also, I would like to... Uh, so they bring, uh, so they bring uh, 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 Shags, who's been who's been shot a bunch, mm -hmm. into a church for uh, cleric healing because these guys are clown ghost demons. They can't be healed by hospitals. They need the magic of a church. Violent J, well, let me oh, let me let me find it real quick because Violent J straight up just like inspires Jesus the priest with the power of God. Yeah, uh, issue one, and we are getting very 
very clear and aggressive Christian overtones. Yeah. Like it, it's, it's so, it is not, it's, it is not subtle. He is, he's, he's straight. Do I have a, do I have a quote here? Uh, I say, Jesus heals Shaggy. Well, in, yeah, no, just inspires him. Yeah. It's just very much like, if you believe in God and you're a holy man, you're going to be fine. If not, Ooh, I'm going to get you. They go to Jesus to be yeah. healed. <laughs> and yo, and it's just straight. It's a straight up. Te- it's, it, it's violent. J testifies mm-hmm. that that is, that is a straight up testimony to the power of Jesus healing. It's insane. I have even more yeah. on what they are trying mm-hmm. to do to convert people in later issues. But I do yeah. have, because you did not get these. Okay. And that is the newsletters. Oh yeah. I did not read it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we are, I already discussed this, the wrestling, they described the split from WCW and why they do that touring. They're going back to small venues after, you know, like being in like major record tours and big money hustlers within these is T so much. And some of the back issues, uh, like mm-hmm. the backs of issues are just a full spread, big money hustlers advertisement. Fucking loved it. Dark Lotus mm-hmm. at this time in this newsletter, it's, hey, it's ICP twisted and blaze. It's going to be great. Plus, we have people being featured on this album. This album was going to be so fucking different before Mars got into it. Who do you think they listed two people? One is a rapper and then one is a rock band. Who do you think was going to be uh, featured? What, how how famous would you say? Like A-listed, C-list. Oh, these are both A-lists. Huh. Cause they do get they do get Snoop Dogg at one point, who's mm-hmm. an absolute A list. Well, hey, think of Snoop Dogg kind of in that vein of on Ruthless Records, maybe. Oh, I don't know Ruthless we- Records. They were going to get Crazy Bone from Bone Thugs and Harmony. Oh, and then the rock band was Godsmack. Yo, yes, absolutely. They are a Christian group. I want to know. It. I want to hear that fucking song. <laughs> I don't know if it's on a Forgotten Freshness. Please, Juggalos, oh let me know. Uh, can That's I get into so issue two? Good. Yes, please. All right. Hey, issue two. Seeing their new friend, Father Jesus Misty, is in trouble. The clown. Oh yeah, that was the last thing. The reason the Twisted Twins attacked ICP was not to kill ICP. It was to distract them as their brothers, these lesser demons, attacked Jesus. Yes, and they find out because- that light is the their only. Uh, is their weakness. Yes. They're vampire rules, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Or um, heartless rules from Kingdom Hearts. Oh, yes. Also, yes. <laughs> they whip out a huge keyblade, guys. <laughs> and they start hitting people with it. They're like, where the fuck is the, the keyhole here in... Folk. I know, I know. Seeing, in Detroit, yeah. Seeing their new friend, Father Jesus, is in trouble, the clowns summon the ringmaster, the coolest of the cards in comic form, to oh, dis... Yeah. Uh, I was a big fan of Malenko, but ringmaster was very, was very cool as well. Ringmaster just seemed like a dude who, I don't know, like, he seems like a Geralt of The Witcher. He is. He's also the most cold. Uh, the big, the, the big quote, uh, I, I remember I pulled off of this one, uh, cause they, they call the ringmaster and they're kind of fighting with him. He doesn't agree at first. Mm-hmm. And, and eventually violent Jay's kind of just kind of breaks down. He's like, we owe the priest and the ringmaster just, you owe me. Yeah. Which is very, this is, this is the ringmaster. The ringmaster slices his dices, but he's cold as fuck. I like him. 
Yeah, he's great. He's like a Legolas mixed with a... Geralt of Rivia was a good... I think it was fair. Yeah, you want to know what? It's Geralt. That's where we're going. Yeah, he's an assassin. He's a straight assassin. Fucking he's assassin so cool. clowns. <laughs> <laughs> he's been summoned to disperse the demonic force field on the church because they try and mm-hmm. go and they get electrocuted and it's comical because you can see Shaggy skeleton. Also, LOL, LOL. one of the things is like they make Shaggy a bumbling fool. I mean, compared Shaggy to violent takes a lot Jay. of bumps. Which, to be fair, like, I think even in their WCW appearances, I feel like Shaggy was usually taking those bumps. Okay. Like, that's, to me, to me, that's what it was. I, I think that's, I don't know, you'd have to ask how Shaggy and Jay feel about it. But, I, agreed, I don't think that's a bad thing, though. I think that's okay. But he was always like, oh, I know we need to save the world, but how about we get some netting and Fago? To be fair, they're both looking for netted and fake. Like, I think Jay has 0.5 seconds to be like, no, we shouldn't. Did you say netted? Yeah. Like, as soon as, yeah. So, like, come on. Now. They're they're both bumbling fools. Just maybe sh- Shaggy. Cool, because Shaggy's a little, Shag's more of the uh, doer and Jay's more of the talker. Okay. So that, that gets Shag's into a little bit more trouble. All right. With that covered, Shaggy heads to purchase Fago using a credit card they stole from a mayor they killed in the prequel issues. You've heard of a hobo with a shotgun, but this issue has a Deacon Plus with a boomstick, fuckers. The ringmaster disposes of the demons only to infuriate Kilnor so much he has no choice but to deploy the stress team on the clowns. We'll find out who the stress team is in issue three. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the interesting and the interesting thing we find out, Kilnor, because Kilnor, Kilnor isn't here to stop the clowns. Kilnor, in the literary sense, is the protagonist. He's the one with a plan. He's trying to do something called the solution. Mm-hmm. We don't know what the solution is yet. All we know is there's a demon disguised as a human named Kilnor. But then also sometimes not a human, and he's fucking women in demon form. Yeah, it's wild. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we know he's working on something called the solution, and these wicked clowns, the uh, the spirit of the dark carnival, has sent these wicked clowns to stop him. We don't know everything yet, which yeah. is something that's very. I fucking love when you have to have to unpack this shit. At uh, first, it just seems like oh, they're missionaries trying to spread the word, and also like in mm-hmm. also mission, uh, not even missionaries. They are the holy crusade. They are referred to in the origin comics as prophets. Yeah. Straight up, word for word, prophets. Of the Dark Carnival, but they're crusades Mm -hmm. because that's what it's called, like, the crusades. Like, they are going, and if you are a non-believer and currently oppose their messaging, they are going to murder you. Yes. I think they're more about murdering evil. They never kill... Well, until we get to later in it, in, in, in these couple, in, the, in, in these first issues, are you talking about the all, rich preppies? Because uh, I no. had somewhat of an issue with them. Like, even though they, the preps are at that bar, aren't actively doing anything evil. They are just they are bullying ICP, which ICP actively bullies other people for being gay. So yeah. it just which we, we, we got to get into that when we get into okay. it. That's why I'm like that's why that's why I'm not trying to hold off on it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, there's a little eh, like like with a lot of ICP stuff. There is a little there's there's a few hole there's a few plot holes in uh, their righteous quest. Yeah, uh, but I really love the ringmaster and 
He's so cool. Seeing all these cards come to life in this hellscape, it's awesome. And the battle in the church is just beautiful. Using the ringmaster's yeah. color scheme in the background for lighting, so fucking good. Yeah. Well, and uh, so all this, 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 these past two issues are all taking place in one night. Uh, and I love if we can, if I can, if I can jump to the end of this issue, mm -hmm. uh, the way the issue ends. Uh, so yeah, we see, and we see uh, Kilnor with talking to police chief Brennan, who is the police chief of Detroit. And like we said, he's talking like, let the stress team do what the stress team do. What's a stress team? Well, the end of the issue, uh, ICP, after a long night of fighting and protecting Jesus's, are asleep in their hotel room. Uh, the TV is playing Strangle Mania, which is a fucking great little cameo. I love that shit. And as they're finally getting to sleep, the sun is beginning to rise. And what appears to be a stress team is assembled outside of their door. And issue two. Whoa! Whoa! In the newsletter, talked about some of the stuff already, but there is a... They shout out St. Louis Juggalos because there was a radio station who was putting on an event the same night that ICP was doing a concert. The radio station's event was very poorly attended. ICP's event was sold out and they were like oh man screw the screw icp come over to our event radio listeners juggalos heard that went over to the radio station started harassing the dj and then like sure. a few days later they were still talking shit about icp and then juggalos i think oh. like went in and like ruined some of the studio Ooh. and then the the radio station went to Island and was like, you need to be responsible for this and pay for this. And they're like, word, you guys invited this yourself. And then the other thing from this was ICP file a lawsuit against Northwood, Ohio, after a cop confiscated an ICP shirt from a juggalo and the ACLU was involved in this matter. I do not know if how this was resolved, though. Interesting. Yeah, that sounds, oof, this sounds very messy. I love these newsletters. It was one of my favorite things from this. Okay. I will not recommend us cutting the newsletter sections for time then. <laughs> <I'll>, <laughs> they're quick, they're quick. Issue three, baby. Yeah. This is the introduction of the stress team and their leader, Mr. Gray, a group of ruthless mercenaries willing to murder for pay and anyone who witnesses or potentially witnesses or is just within a mile radius of the assassinations <laughs> because they have a hard-on of murder. Ready to yeah. blow up the apartment complex, the ICP are squatting in while watching Strang Strangle Mania, no shame in plugs for the clowns, the stress team are thrown aback because little do they know the amazing Jekyll brothers are there to action movie the floor and cut a circular hole in it to keep collapsing until they get to ground level. Plus, do you, yes. Do you remember that? how the, the amazing Jekyll brothers appear? They came through the TV as if they were commentating strangle mania. It was so fucking, it was so fucking cool. Because uh, they're starting to like, they're asleep and they're start, like all of a sudden the TV starts being very specific. Like, hey, maybe there are guys planting explosives outside of your door. Maybe you should wake up. Pause. Mm -hmm. No one wakes up. Wake the fuck up. And then they come out and then they're like in the TV telling them exactly what's going down. It was, 
It was such a fucking cool Zordon reaching out to the Rangers style moment. And I loved how they did that. And then Shaggy wakes up and he's like, Jay, wake up. We're getting Sadako'd. No. Huh? Oh, my God. <laughs> We're being Ringu'd. But they can't do anything until the, the clowns use the card. Mm -hmm. uh, which, again, is just those little little touches on the lore and the rules of their powers, which they do a good job establishing and kind of, mm -hmm. for the most part, like p paying heed to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then plus we get to see women with breasts that would topple any real woman with those proportions to the grave. Knowing mm. the police are involved after some stakeout mission, the clowns head to the police chief's home to get answers on the assassination's motives, only to be red-pilled, I mean red-dotted, by a sniper through the head by the stress team waiting outside. Oh, and the police chief, he beats his wife like, hard like we needed yeah. any further justification for him being murdered no we don't i mean oh after that no nah. it was weird because I, I i will say like reading it the first time uh brennan i was kind of on the side for a while i could see brennan was a kind of like hapless i can't control the stress team kill nor has my balls in a vice i mean it, he was taking drugs so he's not a good guy but he looked more like a tired guy than a bad guy and then the second he beat, which is something we see. That was, I think, in the first issue. That's what we see uh, the clowns do. They, someone hits, if you hit your wife, the ICP will show up and murder you. Yeah. That's what they do. In this case, they held off on the murder for a little bit because they saw a Mr. Gray talk to the, talk to police chief Brennan about, hey, did you see any clowns in that explosion? Oh, no, Mr. Gray, I'm so sorry. And then it's like, hey, who the fuck is this Mr. Gray you're talking mm -hmm, about? Mm -hmm. Like, the, the way information comes out slowly is, like, but satisfying. It's not so long that I'm I'm sitting there reading, You, I fucking know this. Why don't you know this? Now, like, they're learning things as we're learning things. Yeah. They learn about the stress team, who's been in D D Detroit for, like, six months now, starting a war. Yeah. That's the, they're starting a street-level war, which we'll find later is Kilnor's whole plan. Yeah. Great issue. Great issue. Uh, but yeah, uh, Brendan gets too close to the window as he's writing down Mr. Gray's contact phone number. He gets too close to the window, bullet through the skull, ICP went out the door, and there's this stress team. End of issue three. They're like, we got this car shit. And then they drive out and then that's the end of the issue. Well, the, yeah, the wife yeah. is like, what's going on in here? Yeah, she's, I'm, she never gets a name. So I don't know what to do with her in my reviews. Yeah, like, and you, you need a name. It was like, oh, you, you when I come home, I de I deserve a cooked meal. And she's like, dude, I've been busy. And he's like, not busy enough for me to fuck you and then eat. Hey, to defend the man who slaps his wife, she was annoying. No, I think that, that no, that's that, that, that's how they justified in the comics. Though, oh. is that she's she's uh, he go, he comes home and she's immediately like, you come home so late. I think you're fucking other women. You're mm. fucking other women, aren't you? And then he slaps her. So the comics try to justify it. Just I a mean, heads up. No, I mean, it's show the comics themselves because he does end up getting murdered, meaning what he is doing is wrong. Yeah, and I don't, she's just also not heroic in this in this light either. Yeah, I mean, as some I mean, not as me being, but she is someone who is like a victim and a survivor. So like she does. Yeah. But they don't portray her like that. I know, but. They really don't. Uh, like in a situation where like the husband is abusive, 
Mm-hmm. You kind of also will go for him for protection because you think like, oh, he's strong enough to beat me. He can handle his own. So when he is not strong enough, she starts freaking out because there is no one there to protect her. Well, these people are blowing up her house in the next issue. They sure are. But the newsletter. Yeah. <laughs> but more importantly, the newsletter. Th- we find out. And also, like, the, holy shit, I wish they had named it. Bizarre Bazaar had a different name. Okay. It was Hickmig and Asamn. What? Because word scramble. Okay. He is coming. Yo! <laughs> These good Christian boys. Yeah. My God. Um... <laughs> We also find out that oh uh, solo albums by Lil Shank, Full Clip, and Bullet, the Psychopathic Riders, are teased, but those never came to fruition. And these, th- some of these made me nostalgic for things I had never experienced because the Gathering of the Juggalos, I think people know this, or I I don't like grease on me. I don't like dirt on me. So the idea of camping— We've discussed the grease. —for three days is— out of line. I don't want to do that. But how dare you? The gathering of the juggalos used to happen at convention halls. Like it was a mm. con. Like G Fest. If that if they started doing that, I know Astronomicon is a thing. Maybe I would go there. I don't know. But if the gathering of the juggalos were like, hey, one year we're gonna do it camping, and then one or maybe just every other year they call it something different. And it's like the it's a huge convention for juggalo and juggalo related things. Hell yeah, I would go. Hell yeah, make it a secondary. I mean, it's still probably a little late in their fandom now. I don't know what their numbers are, but make it like a secondary, like a secondary thing. Like we have the gathering of the juggalos, that's our birding man, that's our camping event. Mm-hmm. And then like here's here's Juggalo Con, a straight up con. So uh, being on the Reddit, there's a lot of new juggalos coming in. Okay. Hey, yeah. we're, we're that, that that goes to prove how successful we are. Don't, don't we are doing like that. it. It's don't, not exactly. Yep, it's yep, not yep. the TikTok trends that ICP ah. has. No, it's a confused lad from Buffalo and his friend, the former reintroduced juggalo. Yeah. Oh, I did want to bring up one thing uh, yesterday. I was on Messenger and I saw like three dots from Sean as I was like scrolling to find someone. And I typed, you type in, and then you stopped typing and did not respond for 30 minutes. And I told that to Nicole and Nicole thought you were doing a bit. And she's like, that is the funniest bit I have ever heard. It's not. I'm bad. I was trying to keep up with like three or four different messages at the time that I had let go for a couple days. I'm bad at this. Nicole thought it was very funny. If she ever brings that up, be uh, like, oh, that was intended. Yeah, definitely. It's yep, yep, yep. Don't ever text me ever. You're fans. ready for issue four? Absolutely. All right. The stress team are hot on the clowns, totally straight, no homo tales, when they are lost in a mist of green carnival energy. It is at this time one of their own is killed by the clowns in a fiery bolt summoned by the Jekyll brothers, which starts a vendetta towards Kilnor, who hadn't informed the team of ICP's mystical powers. Meanwhile, Shaggy and Violent J head back to the church to scoop up Jesus from a cro- for a cross country 
country trip to the mecca of elderly folks with poor circulation and cops who hate immigrants, i.e. Arizona. <laughs> uh, and I, I really love the like green mist artwork in here, which it just it this has nice world building. And if anyone out there is wanting to do a sci fi movie or like a horror movie set in a different like science fiction dystopia utopia thing, but you're on a small budget lighting, just do off kiltered, not, you know, like just the like white lights that we have overhead fluorescent style, make it a green, make it a purple, make it a pink, a blue. And you are immediately transported to a different world because we're not used to that here. Big time. Uh, did you say, uh, did you mention, uh, uh, the, uh, great, uh, taking his own blood oath? We are unafraid to die until we have avenge our fallen comrade. I did not, but uh, I knew you would baby. I, it was just so that, that whole sequence. And then he calls up gray. It calls up gray. Like, Hey, you didn't give us all the information. So right now, and cause it's the first time it's a big character. Cause this is, this is the gray character arc. He's no longer a mercenary. Now he's an, he, he seeks He's a, he's a, he's he's a, he seeks revenge. Mm -hmm. It's no longer it's not it's not business now. Now it's personal, and Gray's like, okay, well, do whatever you do, but don't get a, just don't get in the way of my other employees. Twisted. Ooh. We just get shots of Twisted. And by the way, if you are a fan of Twisted, reading these comics, they only speak in the highest of the Queen's English. Yeah, it is such fanciful. Which I gotta imagine if you're if you're a Twisted fan is fucking wild to read oh yeah especially at that point like you know youtube's not really a thing yet uh their twist is not making appearances on mtv i could see a 12 year old reading this going like i guess this is how people talk huh okay it's this is just how the detroit this is how the detroit hip-hop scene correspond with each other it would be like, oh, yeah, this is how they talk. And then you pick up a copy of Big Money Hustlers and see them going like, magic, magic, ninja, what? Hey, little <laughs> yeah. poot, how you doing? And it's like, okay, all right. I, I sounded a little Southern there, but you know what I mean. But it's fucking, it's very wild. But yeah, oh, my gosh. I, I The big gray calling out a blood, a, a blood, a blood debt against those that murdered his fallen comrade. Oh, it's good. And, and, like, and he literally like, like takes a knife and just kind of like gets into his arm to like, that's uh, your message was proven, sir. Thank you. Put mm -hmm. the knife away. Oh man. It's wild stuff. Wild stuff. There is also, I don't know if you noticed it, but there's like a subtitle uh, for these issues called like wicked slum lords. I don't know what it means because then some issues start getting titles. Yeah. This one is killers in the mist, right? Oh, is it? Uh, I, yeah, I I thought this was Wicked Slumlords. It's here's the thing. It is Pendulum issue number four, Wicked Slumlords, colon, Killers of the Mist. Because they are all Wicked Slumlords, but yeah. some of them have title. This is I think that this is the first time I wrote down a title. Okay. But then they stop having titles. Then I think at like issue seven or eight, they start getting titles again. It's here to think, well, because what it'll be is they'll have a title and then that ti that same title carries on for two issues. Okay. Like the next one. Oh, wait, hold on. I'm ready to roll on the next one. Did you get the newsletter? Oh, the newsletter is just information of all the events that will be taking place at the first gathering. First gathering? Fucking groovy as hell. Yeah. That's a, that actually makes it a, a, a kind of neat little uh, arc, uh, uh, artifact of Juggalo history. Yeah. But the next, the next issue, uh, number five, the pendulum colon uh wicked slumlords colon 
the dark carnival approaches. Ooh! Yeah, baby. Okay. Show, don't tell. A motto given to story writers all the time to make better art. But if you're creating a villain and want them to be an animal murderer, you don't have to show the act of murdering an animal, just imply it. Issue 5 never got that memo, so we start out with some chicken neck running down animals on the road for points. A non-detoxic Avenger, maybe? Who knows? Too bad for him, the clowns are on his trail, who then run him off the road with a lit cigarette through the window, landing on his chub. He then gets nearly <laughs> yeah. hit by Twisted, hot on the clowns' tail, and, uh, you know, they're totally non-homo, uh, totally straight tail, and then exploded yeah. by the stress team during a hit-and-run target practice for their RPG missile launcher. The clowns then murder a group of skinheads at a gas station with a very comical instance of Shaggy lazily spurting gasoline on one of them and immolating him with a cigarette. The clowns are then captured by police who also have their hands full with Twisted murdering a gang of piggies. This issue was fucking rad. It might be my favorite one. This issue here agreed. It is also the least plot. Oh, yeah. Nothing like all, all we, all we, all we get in this episode, uh, in this issue is, uh, uh, ICP are chasing, are chasing Kilnor down in Arizona, twisted after ICP, uh, the stress team is after ICP as well. And there's a, and there's a sad redneck man named Cornwall who's a dick. Oh yeah. Uh, but it's just getting fucked over by everyone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, no, the, obviously the fight, the, 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 the skinhead fight was so fucking cool. And then Jesus comes out of the bathroom. It's just like. Not again, you guys. Very sitcom-y, very adorable. And the twisted fight with the police. Oh, so fucking cool. Yeah, and we le- and we learn a little bit more about their powers. The police fucking blow holes through Twisted's hearse. They stole a hearse from Detroit and are driving driving that across the country. And I think they like bl- tinted or blackened yeah. the window so they would be able to drive during the day because the light hurts them. Also why they have hoodies on. Yeah, yeah. So they blow holes into these guys. Uh, one of the cops plants a gun uh, in Twisted's hands. Like, because at this point, they're covered in holes. They look like they'd be dead. Mm-hmm. So they plant a gun on them. And they just gave Twisted a motherfucking gun. Blap, 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 blap. And it turns the whole fight around. And it's very, very exciting. <laughs> yeah, I said to Sean when we were like prepping for this. I was like, yeah, man, like, uh, I don't know, three cops per issue are killed. Sometimes they're not, but Mm -hmm. in instances like this and the next issue, they make up that average on average, every issue, three cops are killed because the next one, it's like the, which kind of makes sense because at this time, chaos is also doing comics for Halloween, the Mike Myers series. And, in one of those, I think it's four or five, Mike Myers just kills an entire police station and you like walk in and see the entire police station. It's very reminiscent of that. Yeah, we should. I don't know if we should put a CW up front, uh, but that there is a lot of cop murder in these issues. I don't think we need a, a content warning for that. Also, right. in past episodes, I've said it as well because it's just murder. <laughs> that's true it is just murder it, uh, unless it was real li- like real life murder maybe like hey content warning we talk about 9-11 that would be one in mm. case people are were affected by that but i don't know eh. 
a big part of this too, because ICP get pulled over and Jay's like, yo, let it happen. I got a plan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they let themselves get thrown into this yeah, tiny I little, that. just outside of Wichita, Kansas, this tiny, uh, tiny little county jail is Jesus, Jesus and the clowns just kind of chilling in cells. Yeah. And it's, and it's very much like, well, why? And then the end of the issue, we find out that the guy's name was Cordwall. He fingers them because he's a fucking snitch. He fingers the clowns as these are the guys that ran me off the road and they burned my chub with a cigarette. Yeah, I'm going to get myself a new caddy uh, with the insurance money. Yeah, I'm about to go kill some more roadkill and get me some net in. And well, what's this green mist coming over the horizon? Ooh, and there's a green mist over the horizon indeed. Yeah. What was I, I was going to say something about this. Oh, I showed Nicole like the, the skinhead thing. And she's like, yeah, mm-hmm. man. I hate their music, but I feel like Sean right now. Like, I like their morals and their ideology. Right? Like, yo, this kind of, oh, as, I don't know, man. <laughs> sitting in that, sitting in that tiny diner across from my old college friend who's only listened, as far as I've known him, listened to jazz standards and musical theater, all of a sudden, quote, word for word, I stab people at me. It, it kind of blew my whole mind on this. It, it really it really shook me to my core. That would be like if all of a sudden I started quoting methodology about jazz standards. You'd be like, excuse me, James. What? But like, yeah. But I, if I may, it's in reverse. Because normally I would I would say, I, I listen, juggle. This, this is a message to the other juggalos out there. I'm trying. I'm trying real hard. I know I'm a Jeff Ho, but I'm trying real hard. No. Here's the deal. I feel like it's fair to say that in the complexity of a comp- composition, jazz standards might get a little bit higher on the food chain than certain ICP tracks. Well, yeah. Okay. But if you've listened to Howard Kramer formally mentioned, mm-hmm. he hates that about jazz. He says hip hop knew what to take from jazz. They found the best parts of a 10-minute song of meandering, noodling around on the, like, fucking bass, stand-up bass, and they distilled that into the best part, and then they made hit songs over it. Preach. Uh, Do we have anything else on this issue? Nope. On to issue six. Ooh, baby, another one of my favorites. Also, the Dark Carnival Approaches. Mm -hmm. Uh, Both are titled The Pendulum, colon... Wicked Slumlords, colon, The Dark Carnival Approaches. Yeah. I feel this is, like... This was a great one. This was a great one. I feel like they just had the template for the where, like, the Wicked Slumlords was, and they just forgot to take it off the, the like, like out, yeah. off of Photoshop. Like, oh, forgot to remove that. That's very possible. <laughs> could be, could be. Uh, oh, quick thing about the newsletter. Just talking about new albums, The Gathering, and albums they will be featured on in the coming months. Hooray. Give us that Godsmack collab, you cowards. Uh, trapped in a Wichita jail, Jesus prays to God in hopes for enlightenment, struggling with his involvement with these clowns. Then a mist rolls through the town and without any sound of people or workers, a carnival suddenly appears. Z- which is visually, it's, so, it's just a green mist. And then you see circus tents mm-hmm. and carnival attractions just start popping up. Oh, like through the mist, 
Like Ooh. you can you can hear this. Like the story writing and I'm gonna say this is fucking good story writing and yeah. visually displaying. I had a great time with these. Oh yeah. man. Spoilers. Yeah, these are great. <laughs> We got to stop saying spoilers. This is my opinion on it. Uh, spoilers. I'll never stop. <laughs> wicked. Wicked. Spoilers. Wicked. Oh, that that should just be our next intro for like the Shangri-La should be like spoilers. Wicked. wicked. <laughs> um, or no, that should be for Hell's Pit because that is actually a wicked album. Uh, okay. Future James. Take note of that. Yes. Uh, so, so the okay. Uh, the so, yeah. police investigate, mm -hmm. only to be murdered by a clown full of hundreds of dark carnies. We then Which is so just real quick on how they do it because this was so fucking cool. Uh, all these tents are, are are coming up, and all these attractions are coming up. Right, there is a tent that forms around the jailhouse mm -hmm. and about a, and maybe like half a mile in each direction. So it's just a giant, a giant circus tent. So they're like, what's going on outside? They go outside and all of a sudden they're in a fucking circus tent. It's like, if you've ever played that one level in Banjo-Tooie, the sequel to Banjo-Kazooie, and you walk into a circus tent and you, there's a boss battle. It's that sense of doom and dread from Patches, the boss of Grunty's world. And Banjo-Tooie. I also, I've never played any of the, I've played, you know, like at the demo booth at a store, but sure. it, I wasn't a Nintendo 64 kid, but. I was a Nintendo kid. Oh, oh, yes. I fucked Mario. Oh, uh, I only have sex with women who are 64 years of age. <laughs> when I'm 64, we fuck. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, but yeah, so the, so the clown, so, oh. So, so they come outside and a clown car pulls up, mm -hmm. right? And uh, a couple of clowns, uh, little people clowns start coming out and they continue to come out and they continue to come out. And there are hundreds of hundreds upon hundreds of little people clowns. And all they, all they ask is like, hey, give us the clowns. Give us these wicked boys. Cops are like, oh, I don't think we can do that. Boom. Murder time, baby. Yeah. Just hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of little people clowns fucking murdering every cop in this jailhouse. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, baby. Fucking yeah. Let's do that. I also liked how the parking lot got changed into a bumper car. Isn't that yeah. what happened? Yeah, man. I fuck, man. This is great. Uh, this, was a good, yeah, this was a good episode. And it was the... And it was the and because they refer to it as the Dark Carnival. Mm -hmm. This is the first time we really saw... Because before this, we see the clowns using cards and using their powers, but they're still existing in the world of Detroit. Yeah. And Actually, this is the first time... Yeah. Uh, they don't... This is a card. I forgot to mention that. This is the oh. Carnival of Carnage. Oh. I just, That's a fuck... The ca Carnival of Carnage... Is a really powerful card. Yeah, so we wow. then find out the Dark Carnival or the Carnival of Carnage doesn't murder all who attend it, but mm -hmm. only those who or but only those without redemption. Those who can yeah. change are shown the way of Shangri-La and are purified of the demons that whisper into their souls. This because is while the they, Carnival of Carnage. While they use the Carnival of Carnage card to get out of the jailhouse, it does so much more. 
mm-hmm. because it's this it's this huge green mist and the people of the jailhouse is right outside of wichita yeah they, they make so the people of wichita all of a sudden they're like the city sleeps no one moves no there are no cars except for a line of people a crowd of people inexplicably drawn to this carnival and you just see this this horde of like almost hypnotized wichitaians or whatever people from wichita are called just going to the carnival wichitans all these wichitans all these witches just drawn to this dark (laughs) carnival and it's and i and i think it's it's and it's this weird like everyone who goes is a sinner which is some more like original sin christianity shit shit yeah everyone who everyone who goes is a sinner there is there are no there are no innocents in the Carnival of Carnage, just those that can be saved and those who cannot. Oh, we also see that when one of the cops, just a single cop who looks very young, is spared and is like, "Hey, the carnival doesn't want you now. Go on, change." And I think, and, and I think Jesus even says most of the people who go are saved. Yeah, but they're changed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but there are a few who never leave again. And those murder. It's just so fucking cool to see to see the carnival of carnage. It's fucking great. Yeah. And then it starts depleting. And mm-hmm. just as quickly as they came, Jesus feels as if he's back in the world and he never experienced. But unlucky for Jesus, though, he f- feels that sadness in his gut that we all do when the carnival heads out of town. Nope. That's a saber from Twisted in his gut from behind. And I lied. uh, The depiction of Carnival of Carnage is on par with how great the ringmaster is. On a personal note, if I had to choose, I would I prefer this. I prefer this issue. I prefer the Carnival of Carnage. But I've also always liked a lot of small moving pieces. Mm -hmm. So that's personal taste. I totally I totally get either. Either answer is correct. Um, also, don't forget, before Jesus gets stabbed in the be- in the be- in the uh, belly by Twisted, he does fire a Jesus lightning bolt from his cross. Yeah. He has Jesus lightning bolt powers now. <laughs> Get him, Jesus. And literal lightning, not a crash <laughs> of lightning, just it's holy light coming from his cross. Hell yes. Uh, as he's as he's as he's bleeding, he asks God for help. This is the second time he is praying to God for help. The yeah. first time in the church uh, before the ringmaster comes to save him. The newsletter for this psychopathic moved offices with a bigger warehouse and just actual more office space. They were talking about how, man, in the last place, we only had three offices and three phone lines with 10 people working there. So it was kind of hard to actually do your job. <laughs> Big money hustlers is finally out. And Sean they what? tease big money rustlers. Oh no, is that another movie we'll have to watch? That movie doesn't come out for another 10 years, which means if the <laughs> pandemic did not happen, because they tease right after Big Money Hustlers came out, Big Money Thrusters, which is going to be a sci-fi B movie oh, that should God. have come out in 2020. So pandemic, that's the worst thing about 2020. We didn't get goddamn big money thrusters. <laughs> Also, you know, Biden was elected. <laughs> Yahoo! Oh, my god. I'm kidding. I, I, yeah, guys, I'm a liberal cuck, okay? I voted I'm for Biden. a liberal cuck. Voted for Bernie in the primaries. Get him. Burn for me, daddy. Who, who'd you vote for in the primaries? Hillary. 
Kilnor. <laughs> Kilnor and Hillary are actually in cahoots with each other, guys. He's got a really nice apartment building, and I like that he has sex with candle wax. Ooh. So I voted for Kilnor. Hell yeah. Well, Sean, we're six issues in, and we're mm. two hours in, so daddy's gotta... Mm, uh, I don't know where I was going. Daddy's gotta make daddy. money, but, like, we I don't make daddy. money. Daddy gotta get daddy gotta go make uh, 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 some ideas for this outro conclusion. <laughs> James, what do you have to plug this week? Well, I was gonna say Spotify screwed me over and didn't pay me for all my streams. Fuckers. Hopefully they get you, me later. You but shit kickers. Normally you do your plugs first. Yeah, because I only got the one. Um, uh, I, uh, uh, I check it out. Uh, check me out streaming over at twitch.tv slash goose von Kaiser baby. And I don't know. Give me money. I don't do nothing. Give me money for it. Yeah. Hey, yeah. guys. Speaking of money. Oh, baby. Uh, actually, before I do that, go to MLMPod.com and check out my music under Marshland Monster. If you need beats, if you're a rapper or you're a musician and you need someone to mix stuff, send that stuff my way. I'm very affordable and I'm good at my job. Arf, arf. You can also listen to my other podcast, Mostly Speaking Sentai, that's over there. Or go to patreon.com forward slash MLM pod where we're doing a giveaway for our $5 and $10 patrons. All, uh, winners will be chosen on March 5th, so sign up for that now. Juggalos, man, show support if you enjoy this. It would mean the world to me and everyone here. Baby, baby. I will show some interest if you do. Yeah. Also, uh, we're eventually, <laughs> I got a bunch of Fago to taste test. So someday oh, when the world opens up a little bit more and Sean can come over, we're going to do a yeah. Twitch stream, twitch.tv forward slash mostly speaking Sentai. Go follow that. But if you're a patron over there, $5 or $10, you get exclusive podcasts every single Friday, such as Engage with Nicolas Cage, talking about Beyblade, This Existed, and... The Toku Reading Corner. That's just $5. Oh, my God. Ooh, but if you're a $10 patron, you get exclusive watch-alongs, some streams once a month, and shout-outs on every free feed podcast and talking about Beyblade. So let's begin with those, starting with Steve F. Call forth, Twisted. Eric Berry of Ranger Command Power Hour. He's going to be a daddy. Call forth, Twisted. Alex Z, a.k.a. The Waz. Call forth, Jamie Minox Madrix. Orion, he's a rapper under Defo, D hyphen F-O. Call forth a monoxide child. Kayla, a.k.a. Two Grapes. Call forth Twisted. Tyler Wright, he's my friend. Call forth Twisted. Elliot W, at Garlic Sunshine on Instagram for their amazing artwork. Call forth Twisted. Jordan B, the Chaos Witch. Call forth Twisted. Nicole's brother, Joshua. Call forth Twisted. And Steve Barnes, who was a guest uh, two episodes ago, at Intro Void on Spotify and Substack. That's patreon.com forward slash MLM pod. I've been James. Call forth twisted. See you later, motherfuckers. I'm seriously never going to get over that line. Call forth twisted. (laughs) (laughs) This has been a Marshland Media production produced by James McCullum. For more content, please visit mlmpod.com. To support our network and have access to exclusive podcasts, head over to patreon.com forward slash mlmpod and sign up today.
Oh, yeah.